Hi, my name is Case Roberts, and I want to welcome you to the Huddle Up podcast hosted by my parents, Chris and Sarah Roberts. Huddle Up as we talk about God's story, our stories, and yours. Today on Huddle Up, we are so excited to welcome Joey and Ashley King. After a successful run as the head football coach at Cartersville, Georgia, one year coaching at Coastal Carolina, and one year at South Florida, the Kings have landed in Carrollton, Georgia, where Joey is beginning his first season as the head football coach. They are the definition of a family who's all in, from their marriage to their three kids to their commitment as a coaching family. The Kings' faith is evident in how they live and coach. They've been very successful in the coaching profession, but even more significant in the lives of their players. You're going to love getting to know the King family. But before we get into their story, let's get into God's. Okay, so there is a picture with the quote that I keep where I can see it as a reminder that my role as a follower of Christ is to reflect Christ in all that I say, do, act, and react, all because people are watching. And it's a picture uh, and a quote by Mahatma Gandhi, and it says, I like your Christ. I do not like your Christians. Your Christians are so unlike your Christ. I love this quote so much because it's a reminder that not just any people that are watching us, it's non-believers, non-Christians. And because they are watching, I often have to ask myself, what are they seeing? You see, there's a story in Matthew chapter 20 that will both encourage and challenge all of us that call ourselves Christians, followers of Christ. It says in Matthew chapter 20, as they, Jesus and his disciples, were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. There were two blind men sitting on the road when they heard Jesus was passing by. They cried out, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. The crowd demanded that they keep quiet, but they cried out all the more, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. Jesus stopped, called them and said, what do you want me to do for you? Lord, they said to him, open our eyes. Moved with compassion, Jesus touched their eyes and immediately they could see and they followed him. You see, Jesus had a large crowd that followed him. Yet these followers of Jesus looked and sound nothing like him. We still see it today. We see our black and Asian athletes, our peers and our coaches, they're hurting and we demand they keep quiet. We see our law enforcement and military hurting and we demand they keep quiet. We see our children wanting to be heard and listened to, and we demand they keep quiet. We see so much of our world hurting, yet we demand they keep quiet. You see, we demand one thing when Jesus calls us to another. When others do not feel seen, heard, or valued, we need to be followers of Christ that act like Christ, showing compassion, helping others feel seen. And just like these two blind men, when we help them feel seen, it is then their eyes are open to see. See what? See Jesus. This is my prayer for for me, for us, is Lord, forgive us for times we don't look and sound like you, but are supposed to be followers of you. Show us areas in our life that you want us to have compassion on others. When the world demands those others to be quiet, Make us more like you, changing us from the inside out. Lord, we want others to see Jesus in 
us. All right, Joey and Ashley King, welcome to Huddle Up. How you guys doing? Doing good. Thank, thank you for having us. Well, thanks for coming on, and congratulations on the uh, new job in Carrollton, Georgia. Thank you. It's good to, good to be back in the, in the great state of Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> so first thing we do, we ask all our guests, one, where did you all meet? Two, how long have you been married? And three, tell us about your family. You want, you want to start? Sure. Um, we met at Carson Newman College, and um, we've been married for almost 15 years. There you go. Good. I let her. I let her answer that one. Uh, <laughs> we, married, we, we've got uh, we've got three children. So our oldest is Jay. He's 12. Ty is our middle child. He's 10. And then Jesse uh, is our little girl, and she's six. So they're growing up fast. Yeah, they do. Well, you, you mentioned your youngest there, Jesse, right? And um, some of the most exciting news that we have got to see of you guys as of late is the baptism of your sweet girl, Jessie, right? Can you just tell us as a parent, tell us that feeling and thoughts of being able to baptize your own child? No, it's truly special. You know, I mean, I, it's our, our number one prayer from the day that they're born, you know, is to, to come and know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Um, and just the opportunity of, for me as a father to, to be able to baptize, that's, that's, we're three for three right now. You know, so that's three, three answered prayers, you know, uh, but just the opportunity to do that. And I, I always get emotional, you know, it's like, Jesse, I baptize you, you know, as your father, but also as your brother in Christ. Uh, and that, that's the part that's the most important. Uh, and it's for me as a daddy, uh, just with, with a little bit of my, my personal background, that's something that I, I, I take a lot of pride in. I'm extremely proud that all of our children know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And Ashley, from a distance, you're watching this from the crowd. What, what, are, what are those thoughts and feelings that you are having watching your husband mm -hmm. baptize your children? Oh, I was behind the scenes videoing all of No, I think, first of all, just overwhelmed by God's grace. It was huge. It was just overwhelming in that aspect. It's so proud of our identifying with Jesus and just being her first step of obedience and her understanding that and knowing the congregation that, you know, she does identify with his death and resurrection. And so I just, I'm so proud. I'm so proud. It's such a young age, so. Mm, pride. That, I, I love that, that those are the words that you, that you use, that you are just standing back there, just proud. I love, I love that. Oh, that's awesome. I love how you call yourself your, to your daughter, your brother in Christ. Your mm. daughter. That, that's good. That's mm -hmm. a good way to put it. So um, the coaching life. Obviously, it demands uh, a lot of our time. How does your family prioritize the Lord, I guess? Yeah, I think um, you, you have to have a kingdom perspective. Uh, you can't separate the calling from the one who calls you to it. So I think he is so it, – it, he's in everything that we do, and we trust him with every step that we make, whether it be from how Joey coaches and loves and serves his players and his coaches – me with the coaches' wives, but even with our family, um, because time is precious, and we, you know, kids, we want to make the most of every opportunity in the mornings, at nighttime, all the way to school, just always feeding them the word and modeling for them that 
the universal calling is for us to be able to make disciples. And so this is what family does together. And our platform right now is where they go and their own platform, they know how, you know, Jesus modeled this for us. You know, so anyway, that's what, to instill that in them. I love the kingdom perspective that you guys have from family to football. It, it doesn't, it doesn't start at football and it doesn't end at family. It, it's all together of that kingdom intertwined yeah, yeah. Um, kingdoms perspective. Oh, I love, uh, super. I love that so much. And you said that you've been married right for 15 years, almost 15 years. I know there's gotta be some marriage lessons, some marriage advice, maybe even a funny marriage story in there at some point in time. Oh, um, can you just share with us some, some of those lessons or things that you guys have learned along the way over the past 15 years? You know, I guess for, for me, uh, as, as the husband, uh, I've learned to say yes, dear, you know, very, very quickly. Um, that was, that was something that I think is important. You know, uh, we always, you know, trying to make sure that we, we don't go to bed angry. You know, if, if we have to stay up until two in the morning with me apologizing, usually <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do that. But we, you know, we, we made that a priority early and I think that was good. Uh, I think one of the things that you learn that, that I've had to learn for sure is to, you know, I, I'm competitive by nature regardless and she's competitive as well. So anytime you, you may have an argument, you know, it's important that you, you listen to hear what she has to say and try to appreciate her perspective and not just listen to respond to, to try to win, you know, so really trying to, trying to show her that I appreciate her perspective because she doesn't think like I do, even though, even though I think, even though I think she, she needs to, you know, she doesn't think like I do, but, but uh, we try to appreciate each other's perspective. One of my favorite things that he says, and most arguments, yeah, I don't know the way you think. I appreciate it. The way that you think. <laughs> so he's going to say, I love the way you think and then disagree with how you think. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. He's supposed to think like I think. Okay. And I, don't, I don't understand, you know, but, it's, know. but it, it's good. You know, it's so funny because Chris and I will talk a lot about um, what, whether we, there's one of us that wants to process it. And there's one of us who wants to just get past it. And um, that is hard for us when when one of us, I don't know if you want to say which is which, um, one of us wants- I just want to move on. Yeah, okay, there you have it. You said it. He just wants to move on. And um, he, said, he thinks that I beat it to death of processing. And so um, I can understand that feeling different in how you think when it comes to being in marriage. I get it. I get that. And it's not always easy, right? It's not always easy, but it is but worth, worth it. it. There, you there go. we go. That is, uh, for sure. Good one there, Chris. <laughs> it's been ingrained in my head, so. Uh, so 15 years, let's talk about, so one of the most stressful things in life is moving. And your guys' journey over the past three years, I mean, you've moved three times in three years. Can you kind of walk us through that? And, and that journey and how that's gone. Yeah, it, you know it, it was it was tough um, initially. Uh, the past the past two moves. I mean, there's there's a lot of stress involved in that. But just the way that it came about, you know, we we were in Cartersville and had been there, and we're we're fairly successful there. Well, hold really, on, hold on. I'm sorry. 
you're being humble. You're not, you were not fairly successful. You're very successful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I knew he wasn't going to let I didn't you pass. I knew I'm he sorry was, I interrupted. He, sorry, he was not going to let you get past um, <laughs> we, we, that fairly. We, we, had a, we, had a, we had a good time there, uh, but we, we were really, really comfortable there. Mm. You know, sometimes there's, there's danger in that. Um, so we, we finally got to a point. I felt like God was kind of stirring something inside of me, um, you know, just God, I, I want, we want to be obedient to what you want us to do. And we got down, I may get a little emotional, but we, we got down on our knees and we just prayed. We said, God, look, direct our steps. We want to go where you want us to go. And then seriously, about two weeks, two weeks after that conversation, I got offered a job at Coastal Carolina, you know, and it was, it was one of those deals where in, in my life, I've always, as men, you are, you know, to an extent, your planners, your goal setters, you want to go and do this. And, you know, you like to be in control. This was a situation where I was going to go from being a head coach to being an assistant coach. I wasn't going to be in a lot of control. I wasn't going to make a lot of the decisions. And I, I got to reading uh, in Genesis, you know, God, God told Abraham to go and then he would show him, mm-hmm. you know, so I kind of got to a point where we were just like, all right, God, you know, here, here we go. We're going to step out on faith and, and take this journey. And, you know, we spent a year in, in Myrtle Beach and then uh, got a call from Jeff Scott down at, at South Florida in Tampa. And, uh, Spent a year down there, and then all of a sudden, this this deal in Carrollton came about. So it's it's been a uh, it's been a whirlwind of, of three years, but definitely a lot of opportunity for growth uh, in our faith and as a family. And God has been faithful through the whole deal. That's good. That's so good. how was it different going from, as, you know, as a coach and as a family, going from high school to college to college back to high school? How, how yeah. was, yeah, what was that like? You know, from a, from a coaching standpoint, it, it was just more, more so my, maybe my pride than anything going from somebody that, that makes all the decisions to just making suggestions, you know, that, that was, that was kind of tough. Uh, and then not, not being in control of the schedule, you know, as a head coach, you set the schedule, you know, when you're going to be home, you know, you, I mean, you control everything uh, to li- living on somebody else's, somebody else's hour. That was, that was a little challenging, but again, it was just about, you know, trusting God. I, I got Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 up on my, you know, I've had it on my desk for forever. And there, there's days where that, that first word is hard to get past, you know, yeah. trust. Yeah. You know, God, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with this one today, you know. So, but it, it, like I said, he, he was faithful and Ashley and the kids were, were amazing along that journey. And now we're, we're back in a, in a great hometown. And, and so, Ashley, how was, how was that for you in, in going through this? I mean, are you kicking and screaming? Are you going, let's go? Like how How was your approach? And Because I know, you know, God doesn't talk to one without talking to the other. So how was it with you during this? Well, I think we learned a lot from this. Um, the first thing is, I have a whole issue with Ugly crying, and, um, and for me, not, not the kids, but it's 
<laughs> but it's just trusting the Lord that he is who he says he is. He'll do what he says he will do. And so whenever you trust in that, then it, it makes it a little easier. I love that both of you use the word trust when it comes to trusting the Lord and trusting each other and, and trusting the direction that God has you guys on. The fact that both of you, that is a key word that you guys used, says that you guys are right there, tells me how much you guys are seeking the Lord together and you're um, moving together. And I, I, I love that word. And of course, I love that verse. That's such a great Great verse there. So awesome in a, in a marriage when both the spouses are on the same page and, and behind the move. And that's, that's awesome. That's such a blessing to hear. All right. So coach Trevor Lawrence. All right. I got to ask you about him. He was your quarterback um, at Cartersville. And what's it been like to see him grow from, you know, you see him come in in high school and then just see him grow into a, obviously a successful college career into the number one pick in the NFL draft. And I know you've got a relationship with him. What's that been like from your perspective? Oh, it's, it's again, you know, we <laughs> I talked about being proud a lot in this interview, you know, <laughs> really proud of him. Uh, obviously super, super talented young man, but um, grounded in his faith, level-headed, humble, you know, and to see all that he's been through, the notoriety that he's received, I mean, he, he, he has every right, according to this world, to be big-headed and arrogant and full of himself, and that, that's the complete opposite of who he is. He understands that God has given, this, given him this ability and this platform, uh, and to see him really grasp that over, over the past several years and maturing his faith and maturing his walk with the Lord has been, uh, I'm more proud of that than I am the fact that he was the number one draft pick. Yeah. You know, so that, that, part, that part's pretty cool. That, that is that's so awesome and awesome to hear, especially like our kids um, who are younger, they love him. And to yeah. hear that he is what he says he is and who he claims to be is so awesome for us as parents that that's who somebody look up to. And we get to, that's we, right. we get to share that with our kids of those athletes that, that we know are, are serving the Lord, that, that we can actually hone in on that is the biggest part of them and use it as a, a lesson to, to teach them along the way. So that's been, yeah. that's been fun. That, it, was, it was so fun to watch you guys um, during his, his draft, um, when he got drafted and, and seeing you guys. It was so fun because you guys lit up and you could tell you guys were like two proud parents um, <laughs> watching your kid just go through that. So, well, um, it's cool because, I mean, you see him, he, he started as a freshman and – Obviously, he was ultra talented, and like you said, you saw who he was then, but the fact that he continued to grow not only as an athlete, as a quarterback, but in his faith. I mean, that is yeah. so great to hear. I love that. Just like oh, yeah. at the beginning, you know, you said it was, it was so exciting to watch your kid and make that decision, but then when you also, you see your kids as, your players as kids, and they make those decisions, it's, oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's the same. I mean, it's, it's the whole deal is family. Like Ashley talked about, you know, with, with our calling and our family, we, it's, it's all, all in one, you know, so not with just Trevor, but with all of them, you know, sure. when I get text messages of pictures of, you know, my, my former players that are married and have babies now and say, Absolutely. Hey coach, I appreciate the example that you set for me, you know, when it comes to being a father, I'm just as proud of those texts as I, as I am, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm going to be the number one draft pick, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, 
that, that's what I always say. Like, it's always rewarding as a coach when you get the uh, marriage invitations and the birth announcements. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's no, always, no doubt. always great. No doubt. Okay, so last but not least, this is this is one of our favorite parts um, of the Huddle Up podcast, which is the two-minute drill. Um, so we're going to fire as many questions off as we can, and you guys okay. both answer them. Chris has the timer, and um, are you guys ready for the two-minute drill? Yeah. So we answer at the same time. All right. I mean, no. Not, no. Not answer separately. You go. We'll feed off each other. We'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. All right, we, ready? we just want answers from both. Yeah. We just want <laughs> answers. From both. You go, you'll go first. You'll go first. Okay. All right, here All we right go. ready? And go. Okay. Um, favorite date night restaurant? Maggiano's. 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 good. I'm a steakhouse guy for me, so <laughs> some, some type of steakhouse. It doesn't matter. Okay. Who was your biggest influence on your faith walk? She was my youth minister's wife. Mine would be my mama kind, my grandmother. Okay. Who was your sports icon growing up? Joe Montana. Oh, you're the best athlete in the world. Your dad. I love that. I love that. Okay. Your favorite family vacation you've ever been on? Disney. Yeah, camping at Disney. Camping at yeah. Disney. Yeah, yeah. That had to be it for sure. Is that Disney World, Disneyland? Whichever one's in Florida. Okay. <laughs> okay. I couldn't say. Okay. If you could meet anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Okay, Ashley, say that again. Uh, Priscilla Shire. Oh, Priscilla Shire. Mm. Uh, my great grandmother. Okay. Mama Williams. Mama Williams. Man. Okay, what Bible story would you have liked to be present at? You are a fly on the wall. What did you want to be yeah. present at? All right. So for me, it would be it would be Paul's conversion. You know, when he when he had an encounter with the risen Christ, just to see the change like that. You want to get me emotional? It, it's because Jesus immediately impacts people's lives like that. And you see it firsthand. You know, just from from people recovering from addiction, whatever the case may be. But just Paul's drastic, life changing encounter with Christ. Love that. Okay, favorite junk food? Uh, is 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 chips and salsa junk food? Yeah, yes, it is. Sure. It yeah, is. it works. For this uh, interview, it is. <laughs> that is? Okay, uh, that's it. Damn, that's it. You oh. nailed it. You yeah. nailed it. Thank you guys so much for being on the Huddle Up podcast with us. Um, we can't wait to hear or have everybody listen to your story mm -hmm. and be impacted by your faith because I know we were. And just excited to see what you guys are going to do in Carrollton. Uh, it's going to be amazing, and we're so excited for you. Okay. I appreciate you guys. All right. Thank you guys very much. So until next time when we huddle up. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Sarah and I love getting to share other people's stories. If you could just do us a couple favors. One, if you could just subscribe to the Hello Love with Kristen and Sarah podcast. Two, review it. If you liked it, you didn't like it, or somewhere in between, that just really helps us to develop the content and just the questions that we ask our guests. And third, just share it. If it's something that you enjoyed or administered to you or you think others would like it, please just share it with them. 
And until next time, when you huddle up with Chris and Sarah Roberts.